Hi, I'm Brad Pike, and you're listening to Experience the World. Today's episode is An Airplane, An Airplane, A Big Metal Bird with Oil for Blood and People in Its Tummy. Maybe you can't book a flight in an airplane right now because you're worried about the Delta variant or because you saw the Kirk Cameron movie Left Behind in which all Christians are raptured to heaven and now you're scared to fly unless the pilot's an atheist, which is why I've made this auditory experience to exactly replicate what it's like to fly on an airplane. So I'd like you to close your eyes and imagine You're stepping through the little hatch onto the Southwest Airlines flight on your way to Orlando, Florida. The smiling flight attendant says, thank you for flying with us. And you say, no, thank you. Behind you, your gorgeous wife, Esmeralda, and your twin boys, Kylo and Funko Pop, follow you down the aisle to a row of empty seats at the back. You stuff your luggage into the overhead storage bin and buckle the twins into their seats before taking a seat next to your wife. AC hisses from the vents and the engines roar as they rev up. The plane rumbles along the runway and your son Funko Pop whimpers, Papa, I'm scared. Am I gonna die? And you tell him, No, Funko Pop, you will never die. Death happens to other children, people in the news, or animals, but not you. Never you. Because we live in a perfect, reasonable, sane universe and God loves us and no one else. No one else. And Funko Pop says, thank you, Papa. I'm not scared anymore. As the plane lifts off, you feel your stomach lurch and the world drop away. Then a scream and you see your son Kylo has taken off his pants and spilled boiling hot venti mocha latte on his lap. My penis, he shouts. And everyone looks at him and then at you. You say, wipe yourself off, Kylo. He says, it burns. You say, you're not ruining this weekend, Kylo. He says, Daddy, I gotta go to the hospital for my burned up penis. You say, no, you don't. I spent $6,000 for the two-day package aboard the Disneyland Galactic Star Cruiser and there's no refunds and I ain't spending those two days in the hospital. Oh, Daddy, it hurts so much. I'm gonna throw up. Don't you throw up. I'm gonna throw up. You better not throw up. We have a 7 a.m. space breakfast of blue milk and those frog things Jabba was eating, so you need to swallow it. Your wife leans over and says, You have to let himself soothe or he'll keep doing it for attention. You're right, of course, dear, you say. The pilot comes on the PA and says, We've reached a cruising altitude of 32,000 feet, and wait, what, what, what is that? You hear a sound like a million bumblebees buzzing, and then it's suddenly night outside the window, stars glittering in the sky. The pilot says, Folks, we just passed through a uh, portal in space-time. Please bear with us while we request instructions from this dimension's air traffic control. Through the window, you see skyscrapers in flames, an endless line of burned-out cars on the highway. Tiny figures darting among the ruins, mountains of charred skeletons rising into the sky. Then a little baby parachutes onto the wing of the plane. You watch in terror as the baby claws its way toward the window, meatball-sized fist over fist, wearing tiny goggles and carrying a gun and a rotating saw blade in its diaper. Another baby parachutes onto the wing next to that baby, and another, and another until the wing is swarming with armed babies using grappling hooks to attach themselves. What do the babies want? asks her wife. I I don't know, you say. 
The lead baby begins slicing into the window with the saw blade, giggling in its little baby way. And right then, two men in black suits teleport into the aisle and grab you. They push a button on a small gray remote and you're suddenly standing in a military command center. A tall leather chair at the head of the conference table whirls around and sitting there is Osama Bin Laden. Clean shaven, hair trimmed and combed, but still recognizably the Al-Qaeda leader and architect of the 9-11 attack. Oh, thank God you're here. I'm President Osama Bin Laden, and I brought you here to save our universe from a grave and terrible threat. You say, fuck you, Osama Bin Laden. Where's my wife and children? He says, I'm sad to say they're already dead by now. We only had enough energy for one teleporter jump. And by now, the babies have undoubtedly ripped all the passengers limb from limb and gummed the flesh from their bones. What are you talking about? They're babies. Why would babies do that? He says. Have you by any chance seen a little film called Baby's Day Out? About a little baby that gets loose in Chicago and sows chaos wherever he goes, leaving behind a trail of death and destruction? You say, I think so. It was very funny. The baby really hurt those three dumb criminals. It was written by John Hughes. Everyone forgets about that. He laughs and says, You fool. It wasn't a film was a warning, a red alert beamed out into the multiverse because in my universe, two things are different from yours. One, a baby's day out is a real thing that happened, a documentary, and the baby never grew up, but kept on causing mischief and recruiting other babies into its evil baby cabal until it had grown to a global terrorist organization on the verge of interdimensional domination. And the second thing, I, Osama Bin Laden, am president. You say, I'm gonna need more information about the second thing. He says, we don't have time for that. In case you hadn't noticed, we're in a crisis. You're the only one in the whole multiverse who can take on Al-Qaeda. That's the name because they're babies and they cry for Dada, so it's Al-Qaeda. So we hacked your plane's navigation system to bring you here. You've been honed in the crucible of two rambunctious boys with severe behavioral issues, all for this, this moment, your destiny, and all you have to do is get on a plane. You say, no way, I'm not helping Osama Bin Laden, especially not by getting on a plane. That's, that's your fucked up bread and butter. He says, do you believe a man can change? In your world, I was a mass murdering monster, but in this one, I am its savior. I was born in San Antonio, Texas, went to Sunday school, married my high school sweetheart, got a purple heart in the war of Canadian aggression, and became president. Please, help me, Osama Bin Laden, save America. You sigh and say, fine. What do I have to lose at this point? My whole family is dead. He says, that's right. That's right, murdered by those awful babies, remember? with that, you're whisked away to a military cargo plane and strap in for takeoff. You're given loose, sparkly earrings, an iPad loaded with Play-Doh surprise egg videos, and Hip-Hop Goose. The soldier next to you says, Hip-Hop Goose might distract them for a few seconds with his singing and dancing, but it never lasts long. As the boarding ramp closes, President Bin Laden shouts from the tarmac, Thank you for believing in me, Osama Bin Laden. And then, in an eerie repeat of an hour ago, plane rolls down the runway and lifts off. A couple hours pass as you stare out the window, thinking about your dead family, your gorgeous wife Esmeralda, and how you miss Kylo and Funko Pop, even though they like to scratch your eyes and eat your credit cards. 
the mission commander comes down the aisle and says, All right, soldier, we're nearing the target. You ready to kill the baby from Baby's Day Out with your bare fucking hands? You say, What? No, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I thought this was. I don't want to kill a baby. He says, Well, you better get ready. The plane lands on a giant floating fortress shaped like Baby Shark, and then he shoves you out the back onto the landing pad. Good luck, he shouts as the plane takes off again, leaving you behind. You see you're surrounded by hundreds of naked babies holding knives. You throw the hip-hop goose, and for two seconds they watch him dance and sing a hip-hop song. Then they rip its head off and start chewing on the wires in his throat. The lead baby says to another, Petey, get on the hell phone and tell Mr. Baby we got an intruder. He points his knife at your Achilles and says, You best just come with me, mister, or you're gonna get an ouchie in your footsie. Terrified, you follow him as he toddles through a hatch into a long, colorful Discovery Zone tunnel leading deep into the Baby Shark Fortress. You're inundated with the scent of sour milk, diaper powder, and pee. Little shapes dart by your legs in the darkness. You scared? asks the baby. You got the juice bumps? You say, no, I'm not scared. He says, oh, you fucking terrified, and you should be. You should be. He leads you through a door into a vast throne room littered with toy doggies and baby bottles and AR-15s, lit by a giant crib mobile of light-up airplanes hanging from the ceiling, and sitting on a gold-plated high chair is the baby from Baby's Day Out, wearing a crown and a white tuxedo suit. Hello. So glad you made it onto my big flying spaceship thing. My name is Mr. Baby. And I know who you are because I hacked your president's computer to get all the invitation on you. You say, yes, so you know, you and the other babies murdered my wife and children, and I was sent here to put a stop to you. Okay, baby, okay? So, so let's have a little nap time, okay? Let's go to, let's go to sleep, and then, and then I'm gonna take you to jail, okay? Okay, baby? He says, no nappies quite yet. Looks like you've been lied to, mister. He gestures to one of his royal guards who opens a side door, revealing your wife and two boys, perfectly fine and alive. Esmeralda, Kylo, Funko Pop, you're alive! Daddy, they yell. Mr. Baby says, We were not there to kill people. We rescued them when your evil president Bin Laden shot missiles at the airpoint to blame on us. You see, in 1994, I had a knee pimple knee after I was kidnapped by three bumbling criminals. One, Joe Pantomiano, and another was Joe Montagna, and the other not as famous as the other two, so I don't remember. I wed them through the streets of Chicago, torturing them mercilessly, and then I realized. Worldups are all trying to murder us babies with the fossil fuels, global warming, max mandate bans, endless wars financial recessions, crumbling infrastructure, wealth inequality, all because they don't have to live in the hell world they created when we grow up. So we babies have to kill them before they kill us. Believe it or not, the true terrorist is the US President Osama Bin Laden. In fact, every US President is and always has been the real terrorist. You say, I, I only understood a little of that because you have some kind of speech impediment, but I appreciate you saving my family. He says, but now we need your help. We want to get back at the evil president Bin Laden by doing what has never been done before in history, flying an airplane into the wine house. 
But our little footsies and fingies can't reach the airplane's deck and buttons, so we need a Grodop to help. Please, please, please help us kill the president in the wine house, please, please. All the babies start crying. Please. You say, shh, shh, oh, it's okay, babies. Hush, 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 hush. Don't worry, I'll help you fly a plane. Your gorgeous wife Esmeralda starts crying. No, no, honey, no. And Funko Pop shouts, No, Daddy, you'll die. You kneel down next to him and say, Hey, buddy, remember what I told you on the plane? Well, I was wrong. There is no God in this insane universe. There's only good people who are willing to try and make the world better by crashing an airplane into the White House. And that's an airplane. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews really do help other people find the podcast, and I do read them. You can also subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content at patreon.com slash devilsdaughterpodcast. Editing by Gabby Gottlieb. Music by Ben Kinsinger. Special thanks to Patreon subscribers Andrew Akraboff, Caleb Brecken, Sam Bowers, Ann Welty, Eric Peterson, Chris Van Hooten, Rick Dugan, and Susie Carroll. And if you like this podcast, check out one of our other Devil's Daughter podcasts, like Talking Shop, in which hosts James Dugan and Rob Grabowski interview comedians in the Chicago comedy community about life, comedy, and everything in between. And Devil's Daughter has shows every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at the Annoyance Theater. Check out Devil's Daughter's Instagram and Facebook for more information. Or visit our website at devilsdaughtercomedy.com. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Devil's Daughter. Hey, Devil's Daughter. I remember them.